You could stand at half court and ref better than these guys. And we are back with another episode of From the Raptors. Sam and I are here, first off, recording at 10.30 a.m. live on the Locker Room app. Where very we early. Will be very early, where we will be for the foreseeable future on Mondays, live on the Locker Room app. That's the plan right now. Although neither of us are exactly morning people. So for those listening live, uh, apologies if we sound a bit groggy. Do we sound so soft? It's like 10.30. <laughs> Hey, it is what it is. I'm happy to talk Celtics any time of the day. It's just I, I am. My sleep schedule is terrible. I I have the worst sleeping pattern known to man, and it's it, it's killing me right now. I have to say it's it's killing me. Uh, what time what time did you fall asleep last night? You said you didn't sleep well. It must have been like two two thirty, maybe yeah, three. Yeah. yeah, that's not great for you. I know usually you don't go to bed early, but you usually like no, have a I normal sleeping pattern. Though you have a normal sleeping pattern though, usually. I have lately because I've been interning and I have to get up twice mm. a week at a regular time, so it's kind of kept me in check. Yeah, see, mine's just fucked constantly. Like, I think the earliest I've gone to bed in the past, like, two weeks has been, like, 2.30. And then it's it's usually closer to, like, 4-ish. And last night was 6. So it's not 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 ideal, but we need, we need, we'll fix it eventually. But uh, anyways, uh, not too, too much, honestly, has been going on since the last time we spoke. I, don't, I believe since our last episode, uh, w- one of the bigger things is just training camps happening. I don't think, have we gotten any real updates from training camp really? Or has it just been, you know? We know Tristan Thompson's not feeling great. Yes, the hamstring. That is not, that's not good. Um, do you think, uh, how bad do you think it's not that big of it. I'm not concerned. Okay, that's what I was going to ask It's just a you. muscle injury. It's not Still like though, his bones or anything. Think he's going to miss any time? Or do you think he'll be ready to rumble at the start? Uh, even if he's not, well, let's see, there's still a couple weeks. Even if he's not, I mean, they've got – this is something we've talked about for weeks. I mean, you've got kind of a log jam at center, not so much as much as last year, but, I mean, you've got a lot of guys around the same skill level. So, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a problem. It's just going to make things easier for Brad early on. Yeah. So this, I think, solidifies Tice in the starting role at the beginning of the year. Oh, for sure. Uh, the question is who starts at point guard, right? I feel like at this point. Yeah. I mean, who, you have to say it's Kemba. Right. I mean, no, not Kemba, Kemba, it's Teague. Yeah. yeah. Teague. I was like, it's I wish early. it was Kemba. <laughs> um, and then we'll make this the next topic. Just not – I'm trying to – how do I say this? But I'm going to ask you both, should Smart start? And do you think Smart will start? Because those are two different questions. I mean, he could start at point guard. Should he? I don't know. Yeah, it's. I don't know if he should. It's like because he he's good off the bench, but I mean, he started mm-hmm. all playoffs up until the final conference finals, and he played really well. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find his stats, and I'll do it right now. Uh, his stats coming off the bench and in the starting lineup. You know, last regular season he shot below forty percent from the field. Because <laughs> I didn't know that. Sounds about right. To be I, honest. I I didn't know that, and that was really. 
upsetting because that's like when when I see somebody shooting below forty percent from the field, that's kind of my marker for oh, this guy's this guy's kind of shit, or he just had a shit year. But I guess that's just who Smart is. Oh, you can't say that. But... No, no, no. I, it, it usually I mean, but obviously Smart's different because the impact he has on the floor. But it's, yeah, he's the man. It, it's it's tough shooting that poorly from the field. I'm gonna look at his playoff stats. He shot 39.4% in the playoffs. Let's compare bench to starter. Did he? Was he ever off the bench in the playoffs? Yeah, probably against Philly for the first game and then the conference finals. Actually, I don't know if they started Hayward or not when he came back. I don't think they did. Let me see. He played one game off the bench in the playoffs. Only one. I, I can't see which game it was, but he did not play well at all. He... He went 0 for 5 in 32 minutes. <laughs> Scored two points. <laughs> um, let, me, let me do regular season then. So regular season, off the bench, smart. 10 points, 5 assists, 3 rebounds, 37%, 35%. That's starting, not too bad, to be honest. Yeah, no. It's all right. Starting. Bench. You can be more efficient, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starting, you put up 14 and a half, 37 percent 34 and a half percent four rebounds five assists so like it's not a huge difference i guess when you actually look at it but i've just always liked him more off the bench because i feel like it means he takes less shots and not obviously like he's fine taking shots like marcus smart threes don't scare me as much anymore but still you know what i mean he shouldn't be chucking like 20 a game no of course not he had he was really chucking the playoffs to be honest yeah he was super confident yeah, he had that huge game against Miami, uh, Miami, uh, Toronto. We made five in the fourth, and that was unreal. And I'm excited. I, maybe he takes a little bit of a jump. Every time there was a presser this off season, and they were talking about the young players, they kept throwing his name in there. So they definitely have some kind of hope for him to be someone that improves. He definitely yeah. has the potential yeah. to improve. And they said he is going to see minutes at point guard. He might not start, but I mean, I think he's fine at point guard. To be honest, every yeah, every time he, he's he there for me, I think he. Guard. Yeah, I think he does a great job at facilitating. To be honest, he was always really good running pick and roll with Horford and Baines, even Tice. So, no problem with that at all. Yeah, and I I just think. I don't know. I've just always pictured him as a sixth man. You know, I, that's just always what he's been. Either that or a starting point guard. And it's really weird that you that I say that, I feel like. But I feel like point guard might be the least important position. Not really. Like, not overall. Like, it's important to have, like, a good point guard. But it's the – I don't know how to put this. I wouldn't say it's the easiest to be good at. I would say it's, like, you can get away with having somebody that's not, like, a monster point guard. Like, they can still be good at distributing – without, like, lighting the court on fire every time they're on the court. If that makes sense. Just look at, like, I mean, who was the Lakers point guard last year? Like, you could say LeBron, but, like. Rondo. It was Rondo. Yeah, it was Rondo. So, like, I mean, really? Like, he's not, not, I was clamoring for him to come back, and I still would love him back, but he, he's not somebody that's going to go out there and light the court on fire like Kemba. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's an expendable position. Wing is more important. Even center is kind of important. Yeah. Henry is in the chat saying, should Smart become a strictly 3 and D type player? I feel like he's already kind of that. 
he's getting there. I don't think yeah. so though, because I no. think he he brings a lot to the table facilitating. Exactly. Yeah. He's he, he that might be his best thing on offense. Mm-hmm. I will say I think a strong facilitator is more important than a strong point guard, and I think those are becoming very different things at this point as well. Because obviously, like LeBron was the facilitator in LA. Lucas, I, I, you could debate whether or not uh, Lucas a point guard. Did he make your point guard list, Jack? He did was you put him on, on the, the list. He is on the point guard list. Exactly. So he's a point guard. Him, I've always considered him a shooting guard. But that's your point. James Harden, facilitator on that team, he's a shooting guard. Um, my that was just my point is that the facilitator isn't always the point guard on a team. Like Jokic, I would argue. I understand. Jokic is the facilitator in Denver, right? I I would argue he's the primary. Passer. Yeah, he facilitates from the post, though. It's weird. Yeah, but I mean, hey, it fucking fucking works out for them. He's Jokic is a different animal, man. I picked Jokic for my MVP last season. Fun fact, like at the start of the year, did you? I was on record. Yeah, they I think, they started off hot last year too. I think they were on like nineteen and three because I saw mm-hmm. Bobby Manning put out that game where uh, the Jays won. I think you're at the game when they went berserk. Maybe and yeah. they beat Denver, and Denver was really good at the time. Like they nineteen and three, I think, is what he put out. So, that's yeah, I mean, Jokic. I'm trying. I'm gonna find it for you because I wrote an article um, at the start of last season with all my predictions, and I can run you through what I did, and we can see how how well I did and how poorly I did. Where is this? Oh God, uh, I'll have to find it. But while I go. Um, that's a decent enough segue. Actually, we'll, we'll wait till I find this before we segue into uh, into predicting MVPs for next season. Um, there's something else I wanted to bring up quickly before we jumped into that. Uh, as Sam accidentally leaves the locker room room, which is hilarious. He's going to come back up here in a second. Um, Dude, I always do that shit. <laughs> I said it as soon as he left. I was like, I was like, I always just As go, Sam. like, and I, like, look around on the app, and then I click, like, another thing, and it makes me leave. Isn't that funny? Um, oh, yeah, we can talk about that, Henry. That's a good one. Uh, do you see Luca mentioned if Jokic would be interesting in joining in Dallas? Uh, obviously, it's unlikely, but Luca was preaching that he would love to see uh, Nikola Jokic join him in Dallas, which I think would be entertaining. Might be the best white team of all time. <laughs> uh, maybe not. The 86 uh, Celtics were really good. True. They had three white starters. And obviously there's those rumors that uh, Giannis could be headed to Dallas too. That would be be his best best bet. That would be the best. I hope he does it. Me too. Me too. I would genuinely enjoy watching Go give the Lakers fits. Get Giannis out of the East. They'd be the best team in the NBA. Like very by far. Would you agree? Oh, and they'd have longevity. Oh, yeah. They'd be – they could be a genuine dynasty in the NBA if they got Giannis. And I, I think they would be, which is terrifying. But, yeah, I think they, they would win lots and lots and lots of championships. The ball is in Giannis's court on that one, though. For real, because Giannis and Luka fit perfectly together. Like, literally perfectly together. All right. Um, I just found a couple articles from last season. I had uh, – I predicted the top 10 NBA players, preseason picks for the awards, Eastern and Western Conference playoffs – and then I did a top 100 NBA players list last year. <laughs> uh, I popped off. So you, you want to do award predictions first, or do you want to see hear my NBA top 10 from last year first? So go we down do predictions lane. if you'd like. All right, yeah. So last year, I'm going to go over mine from last year first. Um, who did I have as coach of the year? You want to guess? 
last year. Who did I think was going to win coach of the year? Uh, you think about this. I'm trying to think back to the last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have Nick Nurse? No, I did not. I wish I predicted it correctly. <laughs> that was it Budenholzer then? I don't know. Nah, I had Doc. Oh, Doc, that was a fair one. Yeah, see? And then I had finalists Brad Stevens and Terry Stotts. I tried to throw in, you know, a sleeper pick with Terry, but it didn't work out. Um, Yeah, Doc, fair enough pick, I think. Most improved player, what do you think? Um, Jeez. It wasn't Michael Porter Jr., was it? No. That you picked? No, think more Homer. Really? Did you pick... uh... Who could you have picked? I'm trying to think because I can't even think about it. Dude, come on. The most obvious. Brown? No, Tatum, Tatum, Tatum. Uh, Tatum, yeah. It, it was very, very bland, but I I mean, he could have won it if he had popped off sooner, I think. Yeah, you could say that he should have yeah. won it, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Yeah, and then my finalists were <laughs> Lori Markinen and Thomas Bryant. I <laughs> could not tell you why I chose them, but it'd be like that, I suppose. Uh, six man of the year, another pretty generic pick. You don't even have to guess. It was Lou Will. I mean, I thought he was going to go for the three-peat. Yeah, really? I I think a lot of people did. And then I had Eric Gordon and Spencer Dinwiddie. So. I feel like he just kind of lives for that award, to be honest. Yeah, like he, exactly. I've heard like he doesn't even want to start. Like he just, he just wants to come off the bench. And he's nasty off the bench. He can't even, he can't even say much. So. Well, yeah, but he could start. Like, that's the thing. Like, he could sure. start if sure. he wanted to. True, true. Um, my defensive player of the year pick was very uh, out there. Very was out, out there? there? Yes. Very. It wasn't Gobert. It wasn't Marcus. Um, I don't know, Jack. Was it Bam? Correct team, wrong player. Butler? Yes, I think Butler for Depoy. Uh, I feel like Butler will never win a... No. I mean, it'll be Marcus before... Yeah, I don't know, maybe not. I mean, Butler... It should be Marcus before Butler, any Butler. other guard, but yeah. it won't be. And then I, then I had Rudy and Draymond, so... I mean, both pretty generic defensive player of the year picks. And then, like I said, I had Jokic for MVP, and then I had Giannis and LeBron as backup, so I got it there. Oh, I did get Ja right, though. I picked Ja for Rookie of the Year, so I'm proud of myself with that one, because Zion was the heavy favorite, I feel like. Um... Yeah, that was that. Do you want to do – we'll do this, and then we'll go into um, our predictions for this season. I gave my top ten players going into last season, and I want to see if you can get it. So one was probably LeBron. Could have been Kawhi, but it was probably LeBron. It was Kawhi. It was yeah. actually Kawhi, yeah. And then LeBron was two, so I'll give you that. Three, what you think? Oh, I put a hot take in here. But I'll, I'll get you with – who do you think was Three. Who do I think was three? Yeah. Davis? It wasn't Giannis because Giannis no. wouldn't have been a hot take. No. Kind of a hot take, but Giannis wasn't that high. It, the, was the, it Harden? Yeah, it was Harden. And the hot take was Harden, in my opinion, should have been the MVP of the league last year. I don't think so. I mean, I think this was when – remember when Harden went on that ridiculous, like, 60-point-per-game street, like, over and over and over? Harden's style of play just doesn't impress me. It doesn't. He takes all the shots and he shoots a lot of free throws and he shoots. A, he's not efficient. He is efficient. Is he he's not? He's really not. Not during that stretch he wasn't. He was like, he was shooting very low numbers and he was just shooting a lot of free throws. 
Yeah, I mean, he's one of the best scorers in the history of the league, I will say. And I don't think that's debatable. He's just, he's different, dude. He's like, unlike anything I've ever seen. I don't know. I'm impressed by it. Um, I'll just run through the rest of the list for you. We'll make you guess so we can get into our predictions. Four was Curry. Five was Giannis. Six was Davis. Seven was Dame. Eight was Paul George. Nine, Jokic. Ten, Embiid. Um, So there you go. That was my top ten going into last season. Um, And I I don't know what it would be this year, but we can do that at some point. Um, You want to go over our predictions for MVP and all the awards? Sure. Yeah. All right. Do you want to want to end off with MVP or do you want to start with it right right away? End with it. End with it. Get there. All right. Um, what award should we start with? We'll go with Coach of the Year first. We'll start away from the players. Who do who do you have taking home Coach of the Year this upcoming season, Sam? In, in all honesty, and like without bias, I think it could be Brad. To be honest, because mm-hmm. this team, there's a lot of talk about them getting worse because Hayward left. People don't really understand, but um, yeah, like they have a, had had a very under the radar offseason. I think they got better despite losing Hayward because Hayward was a surplus. They brought in more of needs, drafting Pritchard and bringing in Teague for a backup uh, point guard role. Bringing in Thompson was a big deal as well. Yeah, Adam and Adam Taylor agrees with you. He's in the discussion tab having Brad Stevens as he should. Tabs. I mean, yeah, he's the perfect situation to win it like you said. Like the odds are against him per usual everyone's shitting on the Celtics, so if they have an amazing season, I think he could definitely win. I think another good pick for it would be uh, Rick Carlisle. I think of the Mavericks are really good. Yeah, good. yeah, Mavericks could have a big, uh, big. I season. think Carlisle could win it. Um, I'll go back to Terry Stotts. I think if they have a bounce back, Henry says Billy Donovan and the Bulls. Henry, if the Bulls make the playoffs, I will personally pay you twenty dollars, and you can mark this because I don't think there's any chance Billy Donovan well, wins coach that- of the year. Well, that's that's the thing. If <laughs> if they do have a big time, they could. You know, yeah, and he's a good coach. They make the playoffs. Coach. He could be in the conversation. Yes. Yeah. But I don't think. I think that's a fair choice. I just don't think the Bulls have any chance at making the playoffs. Like maybe they'll make the play in, but like when you yeah, think about it, that's what Adam says. He said play in tournament gives them a chance for sure. Yeah, yeah. I just think the Bucks, the Raptors, Celtics, Pacers, Heat, Sixers, Nets are all better. Wizards, I think, are better. The Hawks, I think, are better. I think you could argue that the Magic and the Hornets are better. It's a tough road for them to make. The Who's the coach? Uh, no, I wouldn't say the Hornets guy could win it because. Oh, James Borrego? No, I don't know. Yeah, probably not. Um, and, I mean, the Hawks could. Lloyd, Lloyd Pierce could if the Hawks have a really good bounce back year. Or not even bounce back year, just up and coming year. Yeah, for sure. I could see Lloyd Pierce. Wow, that was English. Lloyd Pierce being in the conversation. <clears throat> That's a fair um, one. Yeah, so I'd, I'd go Rick Carlisle or Brad Stevens. I think those are my the top two picks for me uh, going into the year. You could see a Mike Malone, too. The Nuggets are really, really good again. Monty Williams. That's actually a good one. That's a really good pick, Henry. Monty yeah. Williams with the Suns. I like that as yep. well. Um, next up, sixth man of the year. Uh, we'll go with. Uh, I think the prime candidate for this is Spencer Dinwiddie behind Kyrie in Brooklyn. I think that's my top We'll pick. see. You could have said that a couple of years ago with Terry Rozier. We'll see. True, true. I I, I think Spencer Dinwiddie is more mature than Terry was at the time, though. So I, I think Spencer is going to be my very clear pick. Outside of that, um, probably just Lou Will. Or, or you could be see uh, Harold or Schroeder if they don't start him because you never know what they're going to do in L.A. But uh, yeah, yeah. What what do you think? That's a tough one. I feel like this is just a weird award. Award to be honest with you, 
Why is that? Let's see, I don't know. It's just like it's hard to pick someone because <laughs> it really depends on the fit. And yeah. injuries could come into play, and then that person could end up being a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just so many different things that go into it. Who's, no, yeah, I got you. Who's backing up uh, Chris Paul in Phoenix? Like that could be if if they have somebody solid there. Like that could be one. I don't think they have anybody solid there. Um, I can look. I'm. I'm pretty I just sure. feel like there's certain situations that allow for it. It's I not it's so much Javon, the player sometimes. I think it's Javon Carter. Yeah, no, it's not going to be him. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I do feel like there are certain situations that allow yeah, for it the best. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, Lou Williams is a terrific player, but like him being on that Clippers team allows yeah, him no, to I be that guy. His play style is a contrast to Beverly, and he can come off the bench and be a scorer instead yeah, yeah, of a facilitator and defender. Kinder so says sleeper Tyler Hero if he doesn't. That's start. a fair one. Yeah, I like that. I hope he has no success though. He's a prick. <laughs> Is this another player we're going to see Sam hating on for the next few years? Or I just, eternity? I don't know. He's he's just something else. Really? Not yeah. a big Tyler Hero guy? No. Is it just because of what he did in this? No. In no, it's not. <laughs> no. All right. All right. So so you got to lock one in. Who's your pick for sixth man of the year? Got to be on record. I said Dinwiddie. You can agree, but what do you think? <sighs> it's a fair pick. You go Dinwiddie? I'm just trying to think of like other. I mean, I would say somebody in Atlanta, but like probably won't be Rondo because he doesn't Gallinari. try in the regular Gallinari's season. Gallinari's not starting. He's not. All right. Well, no. that that can be one then. I'll pick okay. that because yeah, they're starting John Collins, um, Seth Curry in Philly. I, I feel like they're going to start Seth Curry. Seth Curry. Yeah, he'll probably be starting guard. Yeah, Atlanta are a peculiar team now. They really are. Yeah, and the John Collins situation is really interesting. You know, the Celtics have that trade exception now. They could sign and extend him. I don't know if that – or trade – they could have Atlanta extend him and then trade for him. I don't know if that's how it works. But uh, – I like the word peculiar. <laughs> uh, um, no, yeah, I feel like they're definitely in that play-in, like 7, 8, 9, 10. I feel like – I don't think they'll be the sixth seed unless they, like, have a really, really good season. I would, um, I would pay a hefty price for John Collins. I agree. I love John Collins, and I think he'd fit good really fit. well. He's yeah. the same age as Tatum and Brown. It's Would just, you give up Marcus? Probably not. I don't know. It's it's very hard for me to say I'd give up Marcus. Yeah, I, I know. I'd you, give up Kemba. Him. Not that they need him. Yeah, I don't think they'd take Kemba's thing. Here, here's like the thing Kemba about Kemba's too. injury, too. Well, obviously, you can give up give Romeo up, for him. Yeah, how yeah. how valuable is Romeo now, though? Because the injuries, yeah. Yeah, he's, he hasn't even played. He's, he's certainly less valuable than me. I'm more willing to trade him now. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like he's definitely less valuable more on the league because they know he's had these injury problems, and obviously it's still happening. So um, you you don't know what's going to happen going forward. A sign-and-trade into the TPE next offseason? Yeah. Would I give up Grant in that deal? Okay, this is like you asking Sam to give up Marcus because Grant is my favorite player in the world. Um well, I behind gotcha. Marcus. <laughs> I was like, well, who wouldn't? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my first reaction. It's like, well, who wouldn't? No, I of course I you would. I love Grant. No, I, I like can't. Grant too. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Uh I, I it's bordering the point where I, I like Grant Williams was my favorite player over Marcus Martin. That's saying a lot. And that's saying a lot. Oh. I, I I love Grant Williams. 
And I've said this, I think I've said this in the past three episodes, but Grant Williams is going to average 10 points a game, five rebounds next year, fucking over a block a game. Like, I'm I'm predicting big things for Grant. So, um, no, Henry. I'm not giving up Grant uh, But no, in, in reality, yeah. I, that'd definitely be worth it in value. Um, but yeah, where were we? We did six man. What award do we want to do next? Um, most improved player. This is a tough one. Because this could be literally anybody. Oh, man. I feel like it's going to be – Jalen Brown's going to get it one of these years, and I think it might be this year. I think he could, because yeah. Because he's a beast, and he gets better every single offseason. You're going to mm-hmm. see something from Jalen that you haven't seen prior to the season, whether it's uh, being a better uh, ball handler, whatever, creating his own shot instead of being a catch-and-shoot guy. You're going to have to – he's going to have to step up into a bigger role here at the beginning of the season with Kemba out. So, I mean, he's definitely a good candidate for it. Um, I think. Um, but shit, you, I just had a good. You're, you're right, though. There are a lot of people that um, could win it. Yeah, I would say Devin Booker's a candidate, but I mean, he's been putting up numbers. He just yeah. hasn't been winning. Even though I think winning is a very important thing to you know mm-hmm. your status as a player in the league. Yeah, I think. Um, but he he kind of doesn't qualify for that. Jamal Murray and Shea Gilgis Alexander are two of my big picks. That's fair. I think yeah, Gilgis Alexander's going to have a huge, exactly, um, a huge year in huge role. OKC with nobody, nobody there. Yeah. Um, who else? I think any Bulls player because <laughs> their roster has just been so bad. Like Lori Markinen, Wendell Carter, um, Kobe White. Even even though it's like people don't usually win it when it's their uh, sophomore year. Um, anybody over there? Zach Levine. Eh, Zach Levine's already putting up numbers. I think somebody on the Bulls could have a good chance at it. Mitchell Robinson, if he actually scores, I think yeah. he'll win. Um, there's not really much improving Trey Young can do. He's already kind of a beast. Colin Sexton. I really like Colin That's Sexton. That's a good one. I really do like Colin Sexton. He's kind of due for a jump. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, Henry says Thomas Bryant with Russet Point Guard. That's actually it a could be one. great one. Thomas Bryant was really good last year. He was under the radar because that yeah. team wasn't good. Thomas Bryant is really bad on defense, though. So <laughs> unless he improves, he's he's definitely a defensive liability. That's what I've been listening and tuning in. I've actually heard a lot about Thomas Bryant being just a shitty, shitty defender. But um, I think every center next to Russell Westbrook does well. So he, he should uh, definitely see an increase in production. Um, you got any idea, Sam? Who's your pick? What are you thinking? Brown. Brown, yeah. I think oh, Brown's. I wouldn't say he's a lock, but he's a really good candidate just because he has to kind of step up a bit at the beginning of the season. He always does get better. I mean, you can go back every year. He could have won the award, to be honest with you. Yeah. Especially his second year. He kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. In the bubble, he was nice. Yeah, Thomas Bryant was a beast in the bubble. And he was a beast that game that the Celtics played him, but that was also the Celtics G League team pretty much (laughs) playing him. So, Uh, yeah, he was there. He would, uh, be playing get hyped his, up. No, he was he was trying to get the Celtics to go get him. Did ass. And I would love that. I'd love Thomas Bryant. Yes. He just can't play defense, but that's all right. De'Aaron Fox is also a really good one. I, that might be my pick, actually. I'm gonna pick De'Aaron Fox to win the award. De'Aaron Fox is my pick. The, the Kings could be the most improved team. Just Honestly. Kidding. The West is so deep they're really not gonna nah, be able to do anything. I think they could do well. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but I think they could do better than most people think. Um what what awards have we done yet? Defensive play years at next? Depoy, yeah, we haven't done that. All right, what do you what are you thinking? It's going to be like Gobert or someone again. Giannis probably AD. I think it's time for Marcus to win. 
Dude, I yeah, but I he's probably going to see more time because Kemba's out. He's going to see more playing time. He might even start as we you know discussed. I mean, why not? I mean, he definitely is someone that deserves it. He defends all five positions. I know. I just don't think they'd give it to him. Like, I just, I just can't see a world where this. The and we got to start Marcus. campaigning for it. Start campaigning for Marcus for D point now. Yes, I think it'll end up being Davis. I just think Anthony Davis should win it. Smart should always be a bench guy. This I just hate we that it always goes earlier. to the big men. I, I don't like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I know, but that's just the way it is because they get the block numbers up. It shouldn't matter. They have know, defensive stats now. It shouldn't matter. They I have like advanced it, metrics. They AD, AD might be one of the best defenders in the league, and I think he should win it. Drew Holiday in Milwaukee? Nah. I think if anybody wins in Milwaukee, he's going to be honest because they're going to have a top defense again, and he's going to be there. Yeah, no, it'll, it'll probably be honest, to be honest with yeah. you, because he's uh, another one that can guard multiple positions because he's really um, agile. He's, he's a freak. Yeah. I feel like Anthony Davis is going to win. I feel like he got snubbed a little last year. His defensive numbers were up, like, through the roof. Man. F Anthony Davis. You know what? You know what's a problem with the NBA? What's up? And I meant to bring this up. The the whole Rich Paul thing. They need to get rid of him. Or he needs to stop having such an influence on where players go because it's really starting to piss me off. I mean, look at it. Yeah, has, clutch sports in them. That that whole organization has so much power over where players are going to sign. I hate it. That should not be a thing. They need to figure something out about that. I don't know what, exactly what the solution is, but it's a problem. It's just the way it is now. It's the players' league. That's not how it should be. <laughs> it's not even uh, the players. It's the, the damn agent is agent. running the league. Yeah, yeah. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. It just he needs, he needs to be banned or something. I'm so sick of seeing him. He's just he's like one of the best agents. He's just got he's everybody. not the best. He's LeBron's agent. Yeah, and now he has other people too because he's LeBron's agent. He did a fine job. I don't know. Did he do a fine job, or is LeBron <laughs> one of the top three greatest players of all time? Uh, let me find Rich Paul clients. I'll tell you who else. Yeah, he has clients, but it, it doesn't have anything to do with him. LeBron is a part owner in that agency. Dude, it, and people want to be associated with LeBron because he is the best. LeBron should not be running this league. That's the problem I have. He's running yeah. the whole league. Yeah, I, no, I, I get that. I mean, just... shit, look at the Lakers offseason. <laughs> they brought in Harrell. Yeah, and, and I'm Schroeder. I'm sure he took way less money than he could have made because of the agency. He did, yeah, he did. He took like nine. Is he a clutch guy? Is Harrell a clutch guy? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know if Harrell's a clutch guy. Yeah, he is. He's a rich. Yeah, of guy. course he is. <laughs> he is a rich. Davis guy. is a clutch guy. I mean, come on. He is. Davis is also a clutch guy. Davis they friggin' forced that trade out of New Orleans to the Lakers, and the Celtics weren't in contention because of that. Yeah, I mean, would you have wanted to make that trade? Looking back, I don't know. In hindsight, probably not. But I mean, it was there, and it was something that was talked about. True. True. Yeah, I, no, I'm I, so yeah. sick of that agency being everywhere. It's really annoying because that's I, not I how the you, league should work. I didn't know you felt this strongly about clutch sports. Anything LeBron has something to do with, you bet your ass I'll have something to say about it. Jeez. What about his his school? His school? Oh, like it's like something that like he. It's something with taxes. There is something with the school. Believe <laughs> me. No, I'm serious. There is, Bruh, You're. Sh- <laughs> He made a school for underprivileged children. And there, there was like 
when it first came out, there was a lot of counter argument to it, and I forget what it was. You want me to rip LeBron? I was looking at Tim's thread yesterday. Tim Shields posted about like LeBron won the whatever the hell it was, like being an activist, like that award, Uh, and like he said, Jalen Brown kind of deserved it. People in the replies were going nuts because they love LeBron. The LeBron people are the worst people. He can never do no wrong. When the whole China thing happened last year, I was in heaven. Because LeBron <laughs> was just making an ass out of himself left and right. He was saying, like, he he literally said something along the lines of, uh, like, Daryl Morey shouldn't say anything because it's costing me money. He literally mm. said something just like that. And people just sweep it under the rug. That's not great. That's not a great Let's look. see. Imagine... Imagine if our our good noble soldier Paul Pierce said that on ESPN. <laughs> I love that you called him a noble soldier. Poor Paul. Poor I mean, Paul. going to ESPN was the worst thing he could have done. Yeah, he should come on. To ESPN's the terrible for starters. It's yeah, terrible. Fucking their fucking content stuff. sucks because they can't be flexible because they're the mainstream news source. And I mean, they brought him in. He's the most. He'd be perfect to fill Tommy's seat. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know Tommy isn't here anymore. I mean, he'd probably be great for that. Should have gone to Fox. Yeah, Henry probably should have. He should have just anywhere but ESPN. It would have been fine. Um, it's probably gonna be Scal and Mike next he, year. He, I, I have no problem with Scal. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I got Paul you, I got Pierce you. is like the perfect NBC Sports Boston guy because we love mm-hmm. biased people as fans. I and really I think, hope, and everybody here loves him to yeah, death. So I really hope Perk gets more involved now. Like Perk is so good. I love listening to Perk talk. He's so funny. Yeah, like, I like Perk too. Anytime Perk, on Perk is on a broadcast, it's really great. Hassan Whiteside. Well, I don't know. Perk Perk does a really good. People like Perk in the national media, but they don't like Paul Pierce. Yeah, Henry's in the chat saying Hassan Whiteside for Defensive Player of the Year. No, like he, he's like Drummond. He just gets votes because he gets blocks, and getting blocks doesn't necessarily make you a great defender. Um, I think yeah, he'll definitely he'll, he'll be good in Sacramento. I think he's a great pickup for them because they got him so cheap, especially. All I heard about but, Whiteside was. Like he he isn't really that good of a defender. No, he's, he's lazy. Exactly. He just persists, positions himself for blocks and gives up like the other side of the hoop for like open shots and shit. Yeah. It's just he's just not in great positions. He gets the block numbers because that's all he cares about, unfortunately. But he'll still be decent enough for the Kings because they have who's their center? I mean, they're running Bagley at center a little. They have Rashawn Holmes, but... Isn't Bagley more of a power forward? Yeah. Was he I've drafted al- as a forward? Yeah, I've always seen him as a power forward, but I don't, I don't really know exactly. Um, Last up, oh, we never picked our defensive player of the years. Oh, yeah, we did. We talked about, like... Uh, yeah, we did. Davis and Smart. All right, MVP, the big one. Big one. Give me, give me your pick and then your sleeper pick. So, I mean, could it be Giannis again? I don't know, because... I mean, yeah, he can go for the Is he going to have – is he committed to that team as much as everybody thinks? I mean, the the consensus around the league now is that uh, he's going to resign because you've seen – you've seen teams like Miami kind of back off and, you know, cement their future and kind of lock themselves up more instead of planning for that offseason. But yeah, oh, rookie of the year, true. We should do MVP rookie last. of the year, good shit, Henry. Thank you, thank you. That's a good one. I don't know. That's first. tough. I don't think it'll be Anthony Edwards. He said some stupid shit. I think it's before Lamello. he got drafted. I agree. I think it's Lamelo. I think it best. could be Wiseman. To be honest with you, I think Wiseman. he has, he has um, like a really good situation 
to mm-hmm. he's going to be on a big team. He's going to be in a big market. Mm-hmm. You're going to see a lot about the Warriors because Curry's playing again, and they, despite true. losing Clay, they still have a solid cast around Curry. Very true. Um, I think as our friend, he's Danny not going says, to have go ahead, outrageous sorry. stats. Yeah, like I Lamello think he average like I think he average like fifteen. I know, but he's not. He's not going to have like. Uh, Lamelo stats being the only guy on that team. Edwards is not going to have great stats because he's kind of got a decent team around him. Um, I don't know. Killian Hayes has a lot of potential to be uh, yeah, an impact pick, player Hayes. because that team doesn't have a lot of players on it. Mm-hmm. So he's going to get a fair amount of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that have... Pistons team could not be good, but they could be better than worst. You know exactly. Yeah. What's up, Celtics fan? You yeah, guys, me. rookie of the year thoughts? Oh, what's going on? I didn't even see. Good man, man. Ben. How are you? I'm doing very good. Yeah, man. I think it's. uh, I think Killian Hayes probably might be the sleeper. Mm -hmm. I think him, and I heard that D Rose will be mentoring him. So, or at least like, like he'll be learning under D Rose, and probably he will probably start for the Pistons. So I think he would be my sleeper for rookie of the year. He's played professionally overseas before, if I'm not mistaken. So he understands the pro game a bit. Yeah. So he's Um, like. He knows what he's doing out there, and like I think, he's gonna he's gonna probably come in more polished, I think, than the other guys, at least from, from what I see. I think Wiseman, to be honest, I think he'll have like because his game size was a very small sample size, as skilled as he is, I think he will he will probably have like the like have like a bigger learning curve, or that's how I see it at least coming. That's into a good the call. Just he, like he's a very boomer bust guy, going yeah. off your point because. He could have a great year being a good fit with that Warriors team, but like you say, he doesn't have a ton of experience. So that's a great point. Yeah, I mean the first, the game I think he did play, he was like dominant as hell. So he yeah, yeah. I really like Obi Toppin in New York too. I yeah, like the, he's going to score a lot. As I hammered on before the draft, I mean this is a draft that you don't necessarily know what you're going to get mm-hmm. because there wasn't a lot of games last year for the college players to play. Most of them I view as like role players, not role, as of right now, the ceilings are role players. I don't view anyone as like a cornerstone of a franchise yet. Even like, uh, yeah, LaMelo could definitely be someone that turns out to be important. Yeah. He'd he'd probably be a cornerstone. I don't know about like playing next to Edward could help him out too. Or Edwards. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel good about Edwards. Like like cornerstone pieces. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't feel that good about Edwards. I think he's very just, I don't know, very meh. You know what I'm saying? He'll be, he'll be, he'll be a decent player, but he's not going to be like this big superstar. Um, yeah, who'd the Kings draft? Tyrese Halliburton, Henry, and I think that could be a decent pick too. I think he'll be a good NBA player. I like Halliburton a lot, but I think he'll be coming off the bench, so I don't know if he'll win rookie of the year. Um. Last of all, we have MVP, and I know you started talking about it, Sam, so I'll let you pick up where you left off or just start your thought over again. Uh, MVP. So we were talking about Giannis. And Giannis, it it just depends. Like, is he going to be – is he going to give up on the team? Do you think he's – No. If he he decides – He doesn't give up on the team, bro. No, No, not that he's going to give up, but, like, I don't know. First of all, he has one. Has he won back-to-back MVPs, or am I? Yeah, yeah he's won yeah. back-to-back MVPs. Are they, they going to give him a third? Seed, I wouldn't see why he wouldn't. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's just and voter fatigue is the only reason. I it could be. 
that Bucks team has a lot of flexibility on how good they're going to yeah. be. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they kind of are a different team now. They probably did get better, but it really depends on how they gel together. I mean, this could be a very similar year to LeBron's last year in Cleveland. I mean, I watched, I've been, I've been watching old Celtics games lately. So I watched game six the other day where he left after, before he leaves. Oh, when he put on the team, when he quit on the team. Yeah. He like had 10 points. Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching that when I was a kid, man. Like I remember, I I wish I, we got to play that LeBron ever, every year, man. I know. (laughs) Oh God. You you and Sam would get along great. Sam despises LeBron more than any other human. I know. I mean, oh, I don't I hate, hate LeBron. Guy. I just like, I just, it was just fun seeing him lose yeah. back in like the big three days, and then we yeah. just never saw it again. <laughs> no, yeah, he just popped off. LeBron's a different fucking animal now. Um, yeah, no, I think voter fatigue could hurt Giannis, but I mean, Giannis's storyline is so great that they might like him even more. Um, Tatum for MVP, I think, should definitely be thrown out there. Um, no, that was my sleeper. I yeah. think. I feel, I feel like he'll finish top six, top seven or top six. Look at how yeah. he played last season. If he after, averages like 28, like I'm thinking like 28, eight and probably four, four or five, maybe not 28, but like 27. And I think he'll have like at least eight rebounds though. But um, he's going to, he's going to for sure have a big year because he's got I think he'll have five assists a game, at least two. Like his he's going to have that Kemba isn't playing deal going on. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, like he's going to have a lot of the work right off rip this year. He's going mm-hmm. to, I mean, I assume he is going to be better than last year. I mean, we've seen him improve pretty significantly. You know, he improved when he found out he was an all-star. Mm-hmm. He was really great in the bubble, in the playoffs. I mean, I think he's motivated. He just got an extension, so he's probably pumped. I mean, yeah, I, Tatum does not seem to be like someone that's like satisfied. You know what I mean? Like he was an all-star. And once he got named All Star, he was confident. It was confidencing. So mm-hmm. maybe we see the same thing with uh, the extension. You know, he's like, "Oh, I'm a max player now, so I got to play up to it." Henry saying, "If KD comes back healthy, um, what, yeah. what do you think the chance of KD actually coming back healthy is?" I think it'll be fine. I, I think, think he's good. Dude, like, I'm not even. I'm not even like. I'm not counting him out whatsoever, dude. It's, I I like KD a lot, but we were talking about Achilles injuries. Who are we talking about them with? Somebody like a month or two, Henry says. Eh? And we Maybe, were talking yeah. about, um, like, how many players actually come back from Achilles injuries the same? I mean, look at it. In the past, you got Kobe had had one, or yeah, no, that he had. He was on the downside. Kobe. He was he was on the decline for sure, but after that, he really wasn't ever the same. Mm-hmm. Um, Demarcus Cousins, he was okay, dominant he, before yeah. that, and then he, he hurt like, his Achilles. And then he had like an ACL injury. So like, there really aren't players that are comparable to KD that have hurt their Achilles. But mm-hmm. Rudy I mean, Gay probably. In the, Rudy in the, Gay had it, but like, it's two different players, play styles. I yeah. Think. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a, we'll see. Um, I think he was smart about it, though. I thought like he didn't. Yeah, like, he took his time for sure. Yeah. So like, you, Dominique Wilkins. I would be surprised if he came back looking better than better than most people that come back from their Achilles. Yeah, injuries. and Dominique fell off. A lot. No, he returned to All Star the following when he returned the following season. He averaged thirty points a night, seven rebounds, three assists. Yeah. How was he after that though? He made two more All Star teams, two more All NBA teams, All NBA second team, and the third team. See, I I got it mixed up. I thought he hurt himself way later in his career. No, yeah, he he was thirty two when he hurt himself. Really, so literally right around. Durant's yeah, age. I don't know. Katie might be fine then. Yeah, we'll see. I, I feel like Katie's going to be a beast. Yeah. So, 
My sleeper pick for MVP that I just forgot. <laughs> oh, no, I got it. Damian Lillard, I think, is going to absolutely pop off this season. The Blazers are going to be really, really good. I, I like the Blazers this year. Blazers made some good moves in the offseason, so that's a valid pick for sure. Mm-hmm. Henry says Embiid with Doc Rivers as his coach as a sleeper. I don't think so. I think I, I think it's a better bet for Simmons to be in that category because he has more really? in the game than Embiid. And I don't even like Simmons. Really? No, if if you're going to have one of those players be in the MVP race, it's going to be Simmons because ah, he's going to be facilitating. Yeah, he's going to be doing more than Embiid, even though yeah. Embiid's the probably the better player. I mean, Embiid's a post player. Mm-hmm. He doesn't shoot a ton of jump shots. When he does, he's not super efficient unless he improves drastically there. I don't see it happening this year. Yeah, it'd probably I be Simmons, you. assuming he gets a jump shot, and then he's like, he already. I, like a I don't think Simmons gets a jump shot. Not this year. I don't think ever, dude. He's just so stubborn. It's so it's not even that they stubborn. weren't encouraging him because I remember when they they got rid of Brett Brown, I was pissed because Sim not because Brett Brown's awful, which he is, but because like he really treated those guys well, especially Simmons. He he encouraged Simmons to shoot, and he wasn't concerned about any efficiency he wasn't putting pressure on him he says he I wanted to see better for that you, I think well doc, doc is, is similar to that but how much more is he going to get out I of him? i mean you already had somebody Rondo. encouraging I, I thought the Simmons way he coached shoot. rondo from like 08 to to getting to at least have having some kind of jump shot was like like a like a big a good pretty point. big pretty big achievement for obviously simmons and rondo were two different players because rondo like would attempt shots but um, yeah, Rondo was always trying to shoot threes from the beginning. He just wasn't very yeah, good at it. Simmons yeah. literally just won't do it. Simmons seems like the biggest fucking diva in the NBA. It pisses me off. Oh, LeBron. It's still LeBron, Jack. Come on. Uh, dude, no. No, it's like, James Harden, bro. That might also be James Harden, Harden, too. He's been on a tear lately. Simmons is on the I hope. Up, I hope he gets traded to, like, Detroit. If I, think, I, really I think he would get traded. I think he would get traded to Miami. I feel like Miami would be the team that would load up. I don't want to see him go to a contender. If you're going to be a prick like that, you don't deserve to like go play for a contender. <laughs> I don't think you it don't. works like that, bro. I don't think that works. Like yeah, that. it doesn't say. work like that. But that's how it should be. Like if I was the GM <laughs> of the Rockets, I mean, what are you really going to get? And the next package that they would probably offer is good. <laughs> they have a lot of yeah. young players and stuff. So realistically, that might be where he ends up. Mm-hmm. Miami could know. easily take. I feel like Miami could easily. They would just get. They could just give up Adebayo. Yeah, I don't. Would they give up Bam? Bam? No, I, I don't think they. they do I don't that. think they even have to give up Bam. I think they could give up like Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, draft picks. No, um, Kendrick Nunn. That's, that's I think nothing, they'd have to give bro. up more that's, than that. That's just a Nets package. That's just a Nets package. I mean, yeah, it is a Nets package, but I like Tyler Hero better than any asset the Nets have to offer. Do you like him yeah. better than Levert? Yeah, I do. You would. You would probably be getting Levert, Dinwiddie, Jared Allen. Um, I mean, they, they I mean, keep DeAndre I, I take, Jordan. He's part I, of the the super friends there mm-hmm. that they all want to play together. Yeah, I could take you know Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson, Precious Achua, and picks. Miami doesn't have enough that wouldn't hurt their core to give up. Okay, you give up all those things, you're giving up your core. No, because then you'd have fucking Harden, Butler, and Bam. Okay, but you don't have as much of the thing that made Miami good last year was not star power; it was their depth. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think that depth is going to continue into next year because I don't think they're going to be as good. I think they rode the bubble. Oh, I don't think they they're going to be as the good hype. either. And so getting hard. But those players are all semi-young and they have room to improve. Yeah, I, I know that. I, I agree that too. But I just think having hard on the team makes that team instantly a championship. Especially Bam. 
Yeah, Bam who would nasty. still be there if you did your trade? I mean, oh, I would they would they do that I trade? Think, I don't think, think so. Accept, like I, I feel like they'd have to part ways with one of them, Butler or Bam. I'd move Butler in that case. I would do I'd, Butler. I don't yeah. think they'd take Butler. I don't think the Rockets would. Celtics fan, what are your thoughts on the John Wall Russell Westbrook trade? <laughs> uh, I think the Wizards are a playoff team, like six or seven seed. Yeah, uh, that's, that's all. I got. It's kind of I funny agree. how that changes, huh? I mean, I guess. At this point, we all just kind of assumed John Wall wouldn't play because he just hasn't played in forever. And he had the balls to request a trade after not playing for like two years, too. Yeah. I don't know. I think any team with Westbrook is a playoff team. It's just that you're probably going to get bounced first round. It's a fair assumption. That could be a team that the Celtics play in the first round if you put them at that <laughs> yeah. rank. I actually had an interesting conversation with my, my buddies last night. <clears throat> Excuse me. We were playing Warzone. And my friend uh, Liam, who's on within heckling distance with us, he brought up the Celtics over-under for wins this upcoming season is 48. What do we think? Yeah, but that's without 10 games. Exactly. So, what do we think? I think that's probably fair. <laughs> you think right around 48? Yeah. Okay, at 10 games, that's probably 55 to 58 wins in a regular yeah. year. That's a fuck ton of wins. <laughs> I think they're going to be just fine. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not complaining. I was just wondering. You, I, that wasn't me. Like, no, I know it wasn't. I just, it. If you want to, like, if someone was to say it's high, is it really? I mean, yeah. if there's any team that's used to not playing with players, it's Celtics. Okay, exactly. them losing Hayward isn't as big of a deal because Hayward was someone that wasn't always playing for this team, and when he wasn't playing, they were fine. Yeah, Henry's so barely the on there. Is, the good thing is that like they already have had like more games without like their best players in theory, like, their best supporting cast than, like, most teams. Yeah. Like, if you think about, like, the Lakers without, like, AD, for example, they're still the Lakers, but, like, they'd be, like, they're no, like, I don't think they'd come out of the West. No, they're not as good. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're not locks to come out of the West. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say, uh, you know, the Celtics wouldn't be a lock without Tatum, but. I think the Celtics would still be a playoff team without Tatum, though. No, I think so too. like a five or six seed, I think. Mm-hmm. What do you, what Brown's better you think than people give him credit for. What seed do you think they'll be this year? Three or four, probably. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be two or three, yeah. Sorry. Or the Nets? How, I mean, that Nets team hasn't played together. Kyrie's okay, sure. a I mean, nutcase. I everybody's skeptical. I'm just like, I just can't, I just can't grab. In terms of ranking of players in the East, I have Jan, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and then like, I guess Tatum and Bede, you could like flip or flop whoever. It depends yeah. on your fan base. I, I agree. They, ha- they have a very high ceiling, but they also have a low floor. I don't think Kyrie mm-hmm. and KD are going to have problems getting along, but I think the rest of those players might not get along with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Similar thing, to what my thing with the Nets do. was that their supporting cast without Kevin Durant and Kyrie was a borderline like seven or eight seed. Yeah, they just, added, they just added Kevin Durant or Kyrie. I that's mean, how I view it, at least. You could say yeah. the same thing for the Celtics. They were a borderline that's finals team say. without Kyrie, and then he came back, and they were worse. But no, mm-hmm. when when they were when the first year with their Kyrie, they were like the they were like the second seed. I know, but they when they went on that playoff run without him, and everyone was, you know, over the moon with the Celtics because they were going to be getting both Hayward and Kyrie back. Okay, and well, it like, screwed they, things dude, up, dude. They were going to be good with them if like Kyrie just didn't quit on the team. I, I personally think like they were like they yeah were, he, it's true even I in the agree. regular season they weren't as good yeah I'm not like, talking about the playoffs yeah for sure I mean and fun fact season, I can make a bundle of excuses but like the games that like they played like in the Warriors when they were fully like there was no issues on the court like they were a damn good team 
No, yeah. Kyrie's a good player still. Like Kyrie's and I would pin that regular player. season on Hayward more than Kyrie, even though I can't stand him. I think Hayward sure. coming back screwed things up because yeah, he had to get sure. shots he and he wasn't really bench. ready to be playing just yeah. yet. He should have came off the bench, I think, too. Mm-hmm. For sure. It but, like, that is, team, I, I think a lot of people, like, it wasn't like they were worse with him. I think that team, when, like, locked in, they were a bit on, like, borderline. They were unstoppable in the East. Mm-hmm. The only team that was, like, a legit threat was the Warriors. I think the Bucks, the Nets, and the Celtics are one, two, three this year. Maybe not in that order, but I think those are one, two, three. I think the Celtics have a high ceiling, too. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of a biased thing, but it's kind of not because we've seen both Tatum and Brown get significantly better. And, like, they definitely got better over the offseason. They're definitely going to be able to showcase how good they are without Kemba these, la- these first two months. And without Kemba, you're going to be able to see some depth on this team, whether or not um, – Peyton Pritchard's legit, whether or not Jeff Teague is going to be impactful. You know, he's probably going to be starting. You're just going to see more reps for players, and you're going to get a feel for the depth. And I think that's, like, silver lining positive, even though, of course, you want Kemba to be healthy. And granted, Kemba will probably be close to 100% when he comes back because he doesn't sound like he wants to rush like he did for the playoffs. Yeah, I wonder what he's going to look like coming back. I don't think much will change. In an interview, I think he'll be just fine. Like, I feel like he, I feel like we, we want, like, like in the beginning of last season, we saw, like, the, the all NBA Kimba, and, like, he was, like, taking over, like, putting up 40 every other game or something like that. Now I feel like it's, like, he's now in, like, the 21, like, 22 point scoring yeah. range on, yeah. like, a good game. But he's not going to be, like, Let- like, takeover mode. Or he can, but, like, it won't be as frequent, I guess. No, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think Brown and Tatum are clearly one-two on this team at this point. And Kemba's just the third man, which he has to get used to, but I think he'll be fine in that role. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. For sure, man. Well, this, is, it's such a, this is such a weird season because we really don't know what we're going to see. We don't even know what the starting I rotation will be. The season is like, say there's like, a, like how many games are going to be like rescheduled, like if you have a COVID outbreak or like, like, mm-hmm. you're gonna be, like that's true. guys here and there that's going to affect your playoff seating man like <laughs> if you want to talk about covid for a second here's here's what i think first of all i think the nba did a terrific job with the bubble and the bubble is a completely different situation than what's happening this season however um vaccines are coming out um somewhat soon and i'm not saying it's a great idea or whatever i pr- i personally am not like afraid of vaccine I feel like they would they not did have, talk about this. They did, talk and, about and they were saying they might make it mandatory for all players to get, which I think is a good idea. Once you know it's safe, um, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that vaccine would be released without it being safe. Yeah, because you already have. Do you think? Do you think like if they do go like they'd release it to NBA players before the general public? No, the, and I don't think the NBA. Would, I do. I don't think the I would NBA be surprised would if they that. did just to keep the NBA would probably pay things. extra for it. No. Yes. Because you see no what they doubt did in my mind. No, because you see what they did at the end of last season when they were taking tests away from the public. They were like, "Okay, fine, let us chill." Because there was a lot of public outrage at that. I don't think they do something similar with vaccines. Well, there's only first of all, vaccines. You only need one, and secondly, there's only so many people in the NBA, so many players. I don't know if they're doing coaches too. I mean, if you, in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that many compared to. They were having daily COVID tests in the bubble, so it was a little different. I guess. Uh, I don't know. It's a very tricky situation. I, it's 
I don't think there's any problem the with them doing that. I think that's the smartest way to do it. And if the public doesn't like it, then they can kick rocks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen, the Wait. NBA is a very great source of entertainment. If people are going to be stuck inside, at least let them watch these damn games with the right players. <laughs> Fair enough, I suppose. Yo, one more uh, thing. What did you guys think of um, Evan Turner joining the coaching staff? I love, I love, I love Evan Turner. I love Evan it. Turner is one of my favorite people from like Evan the past Turner. decade. I think he's yeah, a great guy. Agree. Um, everyone's spoken highly of him since the hiring, which I mean, of course, they're going to. They want to make the hire look good, but I mean, Evan Turner is a beast, and mm-hmm. he came in as a top talent. Um, I think yeah, he, he looks like a top draft pick. Yeah, I think he knows. He, he's a good locker room presence. I, I don't know. I think person. it's good for the team. He's a peop- great people person, for sure. I love Evan Turner. I, he was great in his time here. Um, he was always just an energy guy. I think he'll be good. He's a player development coach, and I think is the role he's coming That's in good as. Too. So he's like, you yeah. can get more rookie. You can get them more like ready to jump out. Considering like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, I, I love the signing. I think he'll be good in Boston. And I feel like players will have more respect for someone that's been through the league. You know, and Turner was on those Celtics. Celtics teams that were really solid. Well, they weren't great, but they were solid. <laughs> they made the playoffs. Debatably. Debatably great. He he was a good player on those teams. Yeah, he ever said along the lines of ten five and five. I remember looking up. Solid he, guy. Prime Evan Turner would be a great fit on this team. Agreed. Agreed. He'd be uh, a I great Hayward him, replacement. To I would have taken him as a bench role on the team if he was still playing. I don't know about that. I don't know if he's really in shape for it. I think he'd have been fine. I don't know. Um, one final thing I wanted to mention quick before we wrap today, uh, today's show up. James Harden missed practice. He did not go to the first practice. Do we that's think what that's I'm saying. This is, is what that... we were talking about. That's why I think they should trade him to some terrible team just to spite him. Do we him. think he will get traded, though? What do you think? He's going to force his... He's going to force their hand. He's just not going to play. It's going to be like... I feel like He's going like... to do what Davis did. I feel like it's going to be like the Jimmy Butler situation in Minnesota. <laughs> where it was just like bad like every day yeah. and then like until they do something yeah some team's gonna swoop in i think it's gonna be a dark i think it's gonna be it might be the, the nets but i think it'll be a, like a team coming out of the shadows like like a miami or um my bold prediction was always denver can denver. dallas do it denver yeah michael porter jr gary harris will barton picks Michael Porter yeah, Jr. They could, they could, they could definitely take him. Probably Michael Porter Jr. and Bobo is probably the best assets you, you could get. Like more, some of the best assets you could get for James Harden. They'd probably have to give him Murray too. I think. No, I think they could get away with because because the whole point would be building a big three. I think they could get away with Michael Porter Jr., Gary Harris, uh, Bobo picks something else. I'm also not completely convinced that the Nets would be a good fit for Harden. No, that's too much ball dominance. That's what I'm saying. All three of the well, I don't know about Katie. But, but Katie then, would you played say with that Curry for the Nets for for the. Or the Nuggets, who like they pride themselves in ball movement. Like, That's would, also true. Would you? Yeah. Like, would, would you yeah. like? Would Jokic just be like standing there, like watching Harden go like forty dribbles? <laughs> true, true. There's no good fucking place for Harden. He's built for yeah. Houston because like they built the team like, around him. I'm telling you, like, I'm not saying that the Houston would get the best package from a terrible team, but like, if for the best situation for whoever's trading for Harden. It has to be a bad team because that's yeah. where he's going to be able to work. He doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily need help around him because he very – I mean, his usage rate is through the roof. Send him to yeah. fucking Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota is like almost too good of a team for him. No, but like that would be a decent fit. I'm talking, I'm talking for Harden. 
Because, like, Russell can play off the ball. I assume Cat uh, could probably play off the ball. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't that know, would be an interesting know, fit. I feel like he'd be Do you trade there. Anthony Edwards for that? Yeah, I would. I would, too. I don't I mean, like. I don't stars. like what he said at like the draft that he he didn't really yeah. sound like he was focused on basketball. I don't know what the no. hell he was talking about there. That did not a good look for him. I've heard Edwards wants to use basketball to elevate his rap career. So yeah, what the fuck that means. I um, hope he was joking. I, I really think do. he was joking. I think he's just an idiot. Uh, <laughs> outside of that, though, is there anything else you wanted to bring up, Sam, or even you, Celtics fans? Is there something you can think of? I think that's everything that I wanted to talk about for the day. I, I'm good. Celtics fan, you got anything? Any ideas? No, I got nothing. That's now. Just waiting for the season to start. Oh, yeah. I'm pumped. We got I'm about waiting. eight days. First preseason game. I'm pumped. Hell Dude, yeah. I can't finally get, see I, what I'm we've excited got. For those, red, for those red claws against the Sixers, man. I'm pumped. I want to see hey. all the new players. I want to Facts. see Pritchard. I want to see Neesmith. I want to see what they drafted. Facts. I'm very hyped. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's going to be where we wrap it up for the day. Uh, Celtics fan, I know you made a Twitter. So, if you want to plug that real quick, tell people to follow you there. Oh, oh yeah. What's your Twitter? I think you followed me, dude. I do. Oh, we yeah, follow no. you, but we want other people to follow Yeah, this is going up oh. on our podcast. So, we're we're giving you a free little plug here. I forget what your exact handle is, though. Oh, one sec. I got you. Let me get my uh... – And Celtics you are for sure somebody that should there. be tweeting. You are very knowledgeable. You are Sam's not one of the, on... the Twitter morons. I actually wrote a paper on the Twitter morons yesterday. and It'll be going up on Bannertown sometime today. I have to give it to Jack. Oh, I'll, let me just put it in the chat. and then y'all I got you. It. I got you. But, yeah, um, like I said, that's probably going to be it for us, guys. I uh, appreciate you all for listening. Again, live on the Bannertown uh, – not Bannertown. Live on the Locker Room app uh, Mondays at 10.30 a.m. from now on. Uh also, a huge shout-out to our partner, Guy Boston Sports. Thank you to them, as always. Uh, you can follow Celtics Fan at Celtics 797-48377. That sounds like I'm reading, like, a teleprompter number. Uh, that is Celtics 797-48377. Uh, follow him on Twitter. He's a cool dude. Always love having him on the show on the Locker Room app. Uh, you guys can follow me at Jack Simone NBA. Follow Bannertown at Bannertown USA. Sam LaFrance NBA. Wrap us up. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, I absolutely love this app. I love having people come talk to us like Celtics fan. Uh, if you are a regular listener of our recorded show and you're, you know, hanging out and you see the link go out, definitely like come on and talk to us. It's a lot of fun. We like talking to people, obviously. That's why me and Jack do stuff like this. We like interacting with the community, of course. Um, yeah, follow Jack at Jackson NBA. Follow Bannertown at Bannertown USA. Uh, Guy Boston Sports, follow them. And uh, download this app, will you? Because this app's a lot of fun. And we aren't like getting paid to say any of this This is actually like a fun app. I I enjoy it. Um, So yeah, that's our show for today. Uh, Goodbye.